You're listening to Siren Radio. We have many regular guests who come on to Siren and offer their wise words of wisdom. And I'm delighted to say it's that time of month when we invite Dr. Tom Waller to join us. Dr. Tom, are you there? I am here. Thank you very much, Andrew. And it sounds like you're in a slightly different environment than normal, but all sorts of things have been happening at your work, not least of which um, some of your colleagues uh, have succumbed to something. But we're not going to talk about them. What we're actually going to talk about is one of our other colleagues here at Siren Radio. Uh, as I say, we have uh, some wonderful contributors. There's John Ketley, who does the weather programme once a month. And once a week, we have uh, a two-way conversation between myself and Bruce K. Rosenblum, who's a very dear friend of Siren's, who used to work as a senior vice president for Warner Brothers. He talks to me from LA. Now he's a bit like you. He looks fit. He works out. He takes care of his body. He's he doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. Um, I thought he had a, a reasonably good diet, as much as Americans can have a reasonably good diet. Mm-hmm. But recently, he has been rocked to the core when he had a sort of checkup, as we have to at our time of life. You're so much younger, you're, you're not into that bracket yet. When he was told by his cardiologist, he has a buildup of what they call plaque or calcium uh, around his cardiovascular system. This knocked him for six because he really wasn't expecting it um and so the thrust is two two things i think this this session is how do you help us cope when we have something which is a real sort of slap in the face and when we're looking at things like cardiovascular issues is there anything we can do earlier on in our life to help make sure we don't get this build up which is something apparently that happens as we get older so dr tom you have an open door to to help bruce k rosenblum our man cave man in la who really was wondering last week when he got this news whether he's going to make it to this week yeah it's i I think when we get into these times it'd be a pleasure if something that i can say could help your your dear friends this week but it's it's hard. It's a harder pill to swallow for people in his situation from what he described, because when we've had a life where we have been so active and, and freely using our body and, and, and free from ailments or serious concern, we don't get used to taking bad news. And sometimes that can really, really rock us, uh, like you say, to the core. But I think the, the understanding that we, we first off need to have is that we are all mortals. And, you know, that at some point during our existence, something will happen. And that's a given and that's a guaranteed. It's it's really understanding what can we do to mitigate that, reduce that uh, along the line. I think that's the second question that we'll answer. But when we get these um, these diagnoses or, or these conditions, it's, it's having an understanding of what are the facts? You know, what are the facts behind the emotion? Because we're going to initially get that shock. We're going to have some emotion. We're going to have to deal with potentially, you know, change in our life, our lifestyle, but then break it down to what are the facts? And then what's the next logical step that I really need to take to improve on this journey instead of just saying, well, uh, you know, this is it. And if you, if you look into conditions similar to this, where people have been diagnosed with, with terminal illnesses, and there's this thing called spontaneous remission, Spontaneous remission means that, oh, well, suddenly they just got better. Um, and that wasn't what we had planned. People who have spontaneous remission, there's one thing they all have in common. And that is that they just choose to move forward. 
they choose to move forward and make significant change. And it's those who don't have the spontaneous remission, those who do unfortunately succumb to these illnesses or, or, or ailments, who accept what has been told. And it's quite a distinct difference. I, I interviewed a chap not long ago who was stage four advanced liver cancer. And if you know anything about cancer stage four advanced, it's, that is it. Yeah, that is the final diagnosis. Indeed. Um, and he had two months and, and I interviewed him two and a half years after his diagnosis. Goodness. And it was remarkable the change that he made. And it was just from saying, you know what? I have something to live for. I have something to fight for. And what's the next logical step? And then once you've got the facts, you can start to move forward in, in, in that direction. And it's way easier said than done. Um, there's no doubting that. But to be pragmatic is, is the most powerful thing you can do to move forwards, I think. And in many ways, we chatted uh, in our regular catch-up this week, and I, I jokingly said to him last week, uh, and this is not me being clever, I said, one of the things I think that winds us all up are things like constantly being bombarded by news and bad news, there's Ukraine problem, there's Omicron and all that sort of stuff. It, 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 it underlies a lot of our lives. I said, why don't you turn news feeds off? Why don't you just go back to watching you know, television programmes that maybe you'd been involved with when you were at Warner Brothers? He actually did that. And he went back to watching on one of these uh, television channels where they do repeats of old programmes from the 50s and 60s. And he has suddenly found it made a huge difference. So making changes... And simple, easy changes, not medical intervention changes, can begin that process of being able to heal in a much more holistic sort of way. Yeah, and, and you know, we could be here for hours. And I've, on this topic, Andrew, I've got hours. But if you think about um, the way the human body heals, yes, we have help. I mean, I help people and, you know, the cardiologist that he saw will help him. But at the end of the day, the only person who can actually get somebody better is the them themselves yeah. and if you go right down onto a cellular level that cell repair that happens within the body that healing process can only be driven by the person themselves and the reason i touch on that first is because interestingly you mentioned there the news and your good friend will be very aware of the cdc the center for disease control which is the main body in the states that deals with with health indeed they did a really interesting publication recently on risk factors for covid and the two biggest risk factors for COVID, uh, one was obesity, which, which we know, but the other one that was really high was fear. Fear was one of the biggest risk factors for COVID. Uh, you know, if, if you imagine you're running from a saber-toothed tiger, you're scared, your adrenaline's pumping, all the blood is going to flood to your muscles. It's going to help you fight and run. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be diverted away from all those organs that keep you alive and keep you well. So if we're watching a news feed that's constantly driving us into a fear state, we're moving our body away from a healing state. So that there is a lot of really solid understanding and research behind the fact that, yes, turning off the news could be the first step to helping your body get better. And that's a silly thing for me as a broadcast journalist to say, but I have to do it myself. Otherwise, I get too engrossed and too wound up. There is, of course, another way of also coping with this and his cardiologist immediately put him on a new food regime um, egg whites low calcium uh, low salt and th all those sorts of things are there any other supplements that you might suggest 
could help him and anybody else listening to this, because he's not alone going through this. Uh, there'll be many people listening to this who won't know they've got to this state. But when they get to it, there may be simple little things you can um, help your body with. I mean, for sure. And I started by straight away saying I'm not a cardiologist. Um, but in terms of when, when a human becomes sick, you have to think, well, why? And we, it's not one diet for this and one diet for that. It's the diet that a human being needs. Mm -hmm. And we're so far away from that. You know, one of the biggest problems with, you know, um, one of the biggest precursors with conditions like this these days is something called fatty liver disease. And yes. It was assumed that that's come from eating fats, and it's not. It's fructose sugar fructose sugar in the liver turns into fat and and, and creates a, a really poor uh, processing problem in the liver so avoiding sugar and that then goes a level deeper because we've just said fructose and people say well that's fruit isn't fruit good for you well nature designed fruit to be very difficult to get it put it high up on the trees or behind a swarm of bees um <laughs> so it's simple advice yes it's it's good quality sources of protein it's lots of color in your vegetables they contain the phytonutrients the things that break down those carcinogens and those issues within the body if we're talking about build up in the bloodstream again it's sugar that roughens the artery walls that then fats can get stuck on so the first problem is, is the sugar um plenty of hydration one of the biggest things that can cure or, or reduce our risk of chronic diseases is, is as simple as hydration so if it's if you have to make your food, if you have to prepare it, then it's probably good for you. If it comes out of a packet, uh, we know it's just not good for us. It sounds like you were listening to part of the broadcast this week because that's precisely what happened. He went from the cardiologist who gave him some, some guidance. They went to their local fresh food market and started shopping for all sorts of things like that. And he said he's now started cooking himself, having a huge amount of fun doing it. And his wife loves the fact that he's doing the cooking because she can put her feet up. And he's creating all sorts of really interesting food. But the fructose thing um, was very interesting because he's been told to ease off fruits which have a very high sweet content in them yeah so that and, high sugar load yeah and to go with ones which are slightly bitter i've got a feeling and i may be getting this wrong he did some sort of really creative recipe with chicken and blackberries or something like that and a blackberry of course is yeah. naturally not awfully sweet but is that what you were just saying that really dark rich coloring the coloring is really good for us but but regardless of the type of fruit and the bitterness or the sweetness, it still should be something that's that's very much reduced in his diet. Uh, I love the fact you talked about the joy of cooking because human beings at the end of the day are pack animals. We're designed to contribute <laughs> towards the herd. So if we're talking about taking our body out of that stress, fear state into a healing state, then that is something that really brings human beings together uh, and can promote good health as well. So it's, it sounds like he's, he's making the right steps. Um, and then there comes this level of trust in the process. And, and, and if he resolves himself to that trust, I mean, it's that we, I think we spoke about it on the show before the serenity prayer sums it up quite nicely, you know, grant me serenity to accept the things I cannot change. He's had a diagnosis uh, to have the courage to change the things I can, which is his nutrition, his diet, his lifestyle uh, and the wisdom to know the difference and then surrender to, you know, what's going on and, and let the process happen. Tom, I couldn't have put it any better. I'm sure Bruce will be delighted with uh, what you've been able to share with us today. And if anybody else is feeling, you know, they need a bit of encouragement, then 
you can listen to this again. It'll be on our podcast. It's uh, sirenradio.podbeam.com. And you can also listen to Bruce's um, progress over the next uh, few weeks as he goes through his tests. And he finally meets with his cardiologist at the end of February. And you can find that. That's uh, Bruce K. Rosenblum, American Cousins, on Siren Radio's podcast website. For the moment, Dr. Tom, once again, thank you very much indeed for joining us here on Siren Radio. Been a pleasure. Thank you, Andrew.